So welcome back to series two. Um, After a four week break, I'm back. I'm really excited. I definitely needed that time out, a bit of space, a bit of breathing room. And yeah, I just can't wait to come back with my fantastic guests, bring you more content, more insights, really speak to some fantastic experts to really give you the very best of what's out there to help you um, from a wellbeing perspective and ADHD. I know that from hearing from so many of you, lots of messages and emails, which I'm so grateful for, um, that the podcast has been a huge help. And my biggest thing with starting the podcast has always been bridging the gap between what's out there online, whether you are being diagnosed or not, whether you're waiting and being able to offer you the conversations that we all need to hear, especially after all these years of not quite knowing what's going on. So I just wanted to welcome you back to the podcast and also just let you know that I have got my membership, the ADHD Women's Wellbeing Collective. So I am working with lots of you now and it's fantastic. We've got workshops and resources and posting lots of um, content and we're connecting And this is um, for a purpose of being able to give you all my insights from working with different clients, from speaking to all my experts, but also bringing in lots of guests who aren't on the podcast. And this has been a huge thing for me because I come across so many amazing people who are all working different areas of ADHD, but also people who are working in, in different areas of mental and emotional health or well-being or holistic areas. And I want to be able to connect the dots with ADHD and give you these insights. So we are doing very exclusive workshops every single month with these different people. And I'm also going to be doing some my own just individual workshops and really kind of encouraging the conversation that um, we all need to have. So if you fancy connecting, you fancy having monthly content, bringing in like-minded people, hopefully having some in-person events as well, please um, head to my website, which is coachingbykate.me.uk. You'll see all the information there or go to the show notes, to the episode's show notes, and you'll be able to see all the um, information or just Google the ADHD Women's Wellbeing Collective. It's on Patreon. And I really hope that you'll be able to get lots of extra content that you're not going to um, get through the podcast so and I've also got exclusive podcast episodes on there as well so welcome back to series two and um, yeah I can't wait to get started carry on emailing me carry on messaging me I love hearing from you I love your insights and I love you guys telling me where you are in your journey as well what helps you because the more you can um, give me that feedback and the more you can let me know what you're working on the more I can disseminate that information to others so we can keep helping each other so here we go here's the first episode of series So I wanted to share with you a snippet of a workshop that I did recently and this workshop was for the membership for the ADHD Women's Wellbeing Collective and I was talking about my week of learning with Dr Ned Halliwell who if you don't know him I would really urge you to um, look him up. He's one of the world's leading experts on ADHD. He's been working in the field since the early 80s. He's written countless books, massive success with his books. And one of the the most important books he's written is called Driven to Distraction. But his latest one, ADHD 2.0, has really been at the forefront of the, you know, the latest science and findings and 
I guess sort of the holistic side as well, which was really exciting of how we can thrive in life. It's all about the strength-based approach of working with ADHD and how we can use all the different strengths that we have and reframe what we think are our challenges to, to make our lives more successful. So I've just given you a snippet here and I thought it would just be really interesting for you to just hear some of the insights because I did a five-day course with him and it was just wonderful, amazing. He's sort of 72 years old, amazing energy. He's very philosophical, spiritual in his outlook. He's a trained, you know, medical psychiatrist, but so much common sense. And he bases it all on lots of the scientific evidence and the findings, but also on all the grassroots stuff, which I found from working with clients as well and using lots of personal case studies and anecdotes. So I really hope you find this little snippet interesting. And like I said before, obviously, if you are interested in more workshops, just, you know, head to the link and click on the, the membership in my show notes and you'll be able to join, um, join in all these workshops. So I hope you enjoy it. And obviously, please feel free to feedback and let me know what you think. Personalities. And he just sort of said, you know, off the back, ADHD people are very useful looking, very useful at heart. He said, uh, we have this stubbornness, this tenacity. Uh, we are resilient. You know, we've got this, this stubbornness does lead us to this resilience and we do keep picking ourselves up, you know, when, especially when so many of us can relate to hitting rock bottom and, and keep getting up again, you know, starting new careers, keep going. We, we, we've got kids with challenges. We may have had you know, several relationship breakdowns, but we have this drive in life to just keep going because maybe we value this this excitement of life we, we recognize all the amazing things that we could potentially harness and it's to do with um, the dopamine we're always seeking dopamine so we keep picking ourselves up because we want to be challenged we curiosity for us is a life is a lifeline he loved this reframe of ADHD people are impulsive and we, we don't think about things but actually he says that's why so many of us have amazing imaginations and why we're so creative uh, and if we can reframe how we look at ourselves that's when we start harnessing the strengths another one of his takeaways was I'm going to give you two he said the force of connection is magical so he says make sure you're collaborating with the right people Sometimes if we're working in business or we're on our own or we're working and we need to collaborate with other people because they kickstart the juices, you know, we like to bounce ideas off. So again, if you think about sort of like from a career perspective, I know I need to work with other people, which is why I love the podcast so much. I know I love working with clients and doing workshops because that is, it, it, it kind of fills me up. But I also know that on the flip side, I need to have like, I need to be my own boss. I don't want to be told what to do. I like to pick and choose. My energy is really important. I don't want to feel contained. I don't want to feel pressured. And again, you know, it's not easy in this, this world where the corporate life is, is not like that. And we have to carve out ways to make our life work for us. So we are fulfilling our potential. And he said, don't hold back on life because of fear. And we have to work through this fear 
because we will never reach our ability. We'll never reach that fulfillment. We'll never reach that potential because there always is that very loud voice, which is what now I'm going to talk about, um, holding us back and telling us that we're not good enough. We're not qualified enough. We're not experienced enough. We're not good enough. We're not neat enough. We uh, present differently. So, you know, whatever we do, we never think it's the right way of doing things. You know, the self-doubt kicks in, you know, the imposter syndrome, the perfectionism kicks in. And we could live a life very sheltered if we wanted to. We, we have that um, tendency to go inwards and go, well, I'm not going to do that because we're going to get judged. You know, the RSD kicks in. We have to use this muscle. And the more we use this muscle, the more we do it, the more it feels okay it's a very coercive pull to, to be in that place of fear and that fit and that place of imposter syndrome and perfectionism. So we have to harness things like understanding that right amount of difficult, that right amount of challenge that is going to give us that dopamine buzz. That's kind of going to give us the motivation to keep going and that motivation to keep learning. But if we, expect say to learn something in three weeks that normally you know takes someone three months to learn we're setting ourselves up for for failure but if we kind of just keep pushing ourselves each day and keep going this way is enough and keep trying and keep going with this knowledge that we're, we're learning and it's okay to learn in this way and it's okay to keep you know trying and potentially failing but if we don't keep pushing through that fear then we'll just live a very closed life, which is not what we're conditioned to do. We're conditioned to try new things and excel at new things and then put those in a box and then start again and learn new things, which is why we love hobbies and which is why we have drawers of lots of things that we've done. And then we've kind of like got to that point where we've done what we've needed to do and then we, we, we move on. So what I'm going to skip forward to is something that he spent quite a lot of time on. And he spent a lot of time on something called the DMN. And this is all about neuroscience. Now, I'm going to give this to you in the way that I understood it. And um, I'm quite good at like breaking things down to a very um, kind of baseline level. And he was very good at that as well. Brilliant at it because he recognized that there was people there that haven't got, you know, a psychiatry background. And the DMN is the default mode network. And we have something called the TPN, which is the task positive network. And we have something which is kind of like, it's like if you think about a seesaw, so we've got the TPN there, task positive network, and we've got the DMN there. And they are the opposite ends of the spectrum. Now for neurotypical people, it's kind of like balanced. It's just like a little bit up, a little bit down, but on the whole, it's sort of like that. But with people with ADHD, our DMN, default mode network, likes to rule the roost. It likes to have its say. Now, the DMN is what, in a, from a positive perspective, is the one that kind of like motivates us. It's our imagination. It gets us like big picture thinking. But on the flip side, and he made me remember this because DMN is like demon. He said it can be our demon side of the brain. 
And with ADHD, the DMN is, it's just a lot more, more profound. It's a stronger um, muscle and it, it's the trigger point is off for us. So the TPN is where we kind of like can focus. And sometimes we can go into that TPN, which is where we hyper-focus, we can concentrate. But what happens is we can very easily and quickly slip into the DMN mode. So I'm using this sort of seesaw analogy. And what he says is now that we're aware that we have this default mode network that is very powerful, we don't want to feed this demon. And we have to use it for our advantage. Now, this is big news in neuroscience. This is big news in just understanding the ADHD brain, because not only we, we always knew that we were prone to negative spiraling. We're prone to RSD. You know, this is a big part of why we are very quick to flip into that kind of like, oh, they didn't want me. You know, I'm really bad at what I do. You know, we can have like a million degrees and still think we, we know nothing. So the reason why we have lots of issues with our mental health is um, very much with regards to the DMN. And now I, I do hope you excuse me because this is, I'm like bringing a huge subject into quite sort of like a, a, a you know, a, a very sort of broad subject, but this is why I wanted to talk about EFT. Tapping gets into that side side of our brain. Now, this is for me was massive because I never understood why I found it so helpful for ADHD. And now I have, now I understand because there is, it's ta literally tapping into the, that part of our brain where we can shift our thinking and we can acknowledge the negative side of our, our thinking, we're, we're acknowledging the DMN, we're, we're seeing what it's wanting to show us, and then we are moving through it so we can get back into that equilibrium of the TPN and the, and the DMN not being so um, extreme. So he just said we have this glitchy switch, and the glitchy switch is, is learning about how we can outsmart our negative thoughts and learning how we can pay more attention to the positive. And so when we have this issue, we can forget what's going well in our life. And that's when he said something like gratitude and journaling and, and acknowledging the good is really, really powerful. So this is why very often we, we hold on to things. And he said, you know, as we know with so much, how hard it can be to move past things if we're holding on to resentment. We're not able to let things go in life. Think bad things happen and we ruminate and we go over them and we go, well, only if, what if this? And again, even if we just get an ADHD diagnosis later on in life, to move past that, to acknowledge it and then move out of that DMN mode and go into forward thinking mode, which is why, you know, forgiveness, letting go is, is so important. So that's today's episode done. Did what we talk about resonate with you? I really hope you found some takeaways that may inspire you to make some small changes that enhance your daily life. And if you did find this episode insightful, please do consider sharing it. Knowledge and awareness is power, especially with ADHD. You can also head over to the show's Instagram page, which is ADHD Women's Wellbeing Pod, 
and join the community that's waiting for you there. And if this episode really did strike a chord, please do consider leaving us a review to enable more people who need to hear these conversations find the show. Thanks so much for joining me today and see you next time. Thank you.